Hello, good evening and welcome, good morning, if it is that time of the day for you, to the VG Hub EGX special for the 24th of September 2016. I am the temporary host of this tonight and I'm Robin Tate at Bongo the Scene. You'll get me on Twitter and bongo at ocpod.com on the email. We have a bundle of people here that today that has been in EGX day two. And we're going to have a chat about what we've seen at the floor and, and the exciting things that we've seen and the games that we thought were absolutely wonderful. So, from <laughs> veteran gamers, we've got Stu and Chinny. Hello, boys. Yo. Hello. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the microphone. Thank to speak. you. Uh, from Boss Wave, I've got Robin and Chris. Hello. I've got Hello. Kyle from the Entertain Nerds. Hello. We've got Pilch Reed in the house for the first time. And we've got our very own Mark Hannocks from the Overseas Connection. And, of course, Josh, my son, is hanging out in the back there and there. Hello! So, look, we've just all came in. It's the end of day two of the show, and it's in a very, very big hall. And there's so much in it, and um, there's so little in it all at the same time. So we're going to try and go around and get sort of initial impressions. So as I introduced... Uh, if you'd like to take over, guys, uh, Stu and Mike, what did you think of the show so far? Worst EGX ever. Even from early days? Yes. It was even. I mean, it was worse than the very first one we went to. Well, the very first one we went to, we had, we. Um, it was a day. It was, just it was a day, day, and like it was like there was four people on heavy rain, right? That's it. And that was it. Imagine that now. I don't know. No heavy cues. rain sucks. There were no cues. But like there was that was it there was, there, was bar, there was Dragon Age two and there was like four people go we've got Dragon Age two yeah yeah that was it split second it felt like a secret club debut yeah it did and then from two thousand and ten you know it just went you know crazy how much the ticket was for the first ever EGX for the day how much five pounds sixty huh. sixty how did they get the sixty I don't know there was there was some pence weren't there it was like five pounds sixty for the whole day but I presume <coughs> somehow you didn't still didn't pay full price no no we didn't no. pay we paid the first <laughs> so that was the year of the, the hotel free, with free. no double glazing where I thought I was going to get killed by the locals <laughs> so that was that was the first time we ever went so initial impressions from you two guys is it ain't good. It was not a good. Well, well, hold on, I'm not as as harsh as, as Stu because basically his 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 thing his point is that there's nothing new and exciting. There are some video games out here, but like there's things like yeah. Gears of War four yeah. and Titanfall two, which is like when you play them and you try them, like you feel like you played them before. And he's because he's bumming VR. He's yeah. like, we well, gotta try me on. Well, he is trying to justify his purchase. No, yeah. so, first, so we'll come back to okay. Good. Yes. Yes. And me too, because I, I think I've resigned my spec myself to the fact that it's it's not that great no. and we have to find our own fun okay uh, from Boss Wave we've got Robin and Chris uh, would you like to give us your initial impressions of the show the hot dogs were quite nice yeah the cheeseburgers were excellent that's really good <laughs> what was in your cheeseburger I had a um, bacon mm-hmm. and barbecue sauce and some um, lettuce yes and definitely some meat was the lettuce crisp uh, it was a bit floppy I don't mind it a bit floppy, but flaccid, a good amount of flaccid letters. Yeah, floppy's good. It's just <laughs> easier to get it in. No, but, but seriously, I mean, I mean, you've been here for the day. You we've only came here yesterday yeah, we got or today. Today, and uh, we've well, between us probably played <laughs> two games. We've, no, we've played zero games basically. We played Sonic Mania, which was which is like one of the best games of the show. Game of the show. That's because I played one. Let's game. call it now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I played an indie game called Dead Cells. Okay, well, we'll come back to that. So, <laughs> what about? I mean, there there seems to be good numbers here. Yeah, well, yeah, the place itself, it it seems like there's more space, but that's because <coughs> there's fuck all here. 
Yeah, isn't it a bit weird though that there's no Microsoft, no Nintendo? That's mm. really strange. And if you don't mind, we'll, we'll come back yeah. to that as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Nintendo Nintendo got, yeah, sorry, Sony have got all of the consoles out. They've got a bank of about 400 PS2s for some reason. Yeah. Mm. Get rid of them. How did this compare to Res? Yeah, it's, it's, Res is better. Yeah, well, Res was a lot smaller in London this year. It was a tight little show in a really weird tobacco dock, and it was it was as good as this. All the games that were at Res were here, which is kind of odd. So, Pilch Reed, first time here. Um, you've been to shows before. So what do you think of the EGX show in Birmingham? It's brilliant. That's what I've been to. <laughs> okay, and Kyle? Um, not as good as last year. Yeah? Um, yeah, it's already been mentioned, there's not a lot here really. And of course we've got Mark here too. Mm. And Mark, you I mean you've, you're down, it's been a couple of years since you've been at a show. Yeah, uh, two years ago down in London, um, and two years before that in London again, and both times with them there was more big games, more AAA games, it doesn't seem to be that either. You came on the year that we had Fallout New Vegas yeah. and Assassin's Creed 2. Yeah, two were Assassin's Creed, there was I remember that, they yeah. Were played the, the multiplayer of um, yeah. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And it's yeah. just a lot more going on. There's a yeah. lot more exciting about the new stuff. Yeah. I, d- I do think, though, I mean, I've been really harsh and said it's the worst one ever, but... It's still a good laugh. They can only show what's available, yeah. I suppose, and that's well, the problem. All the big games I've, I've seen today, I've already played them all. Um, they've all had beaters. Uh, yeah. They've all had a demo. Uh, and most of them are coming out like within the next few weeks or days, even. Yeah, well, it struck me is it's one of the biggest show floors that I've ever been to uh, for a mm. game show, but there just seemed to be less in it, even though it was bigger. I mean, I mean the, the the elephant in the room, no Nintendo, no Microsoft. I mean, why is that? Well, I mean, what are Nintendo going to show? Zelda. Yeah, they could have showed Zelda. They could have showed Zelda. They should have showed it. They should have put a Wii, a few Wii U's out there, put fucking Zelda out there. Everybody would have sworn. Metroid Federation Force. Yeah. Zelda. Yeah, they should have put Zelda in. Everybody would have loved it. They would have loved it. But I mean, does, I mean, does that? Yeah. But does that mean that it's coming to the end of a time? And is this show, you know, next year will will d- I, Sony I be there? I think I think it's a reflection on what's coming out. I think it's just a poor year. Yeah. Or is it just that these kind of things don't really matter anymore? I think they do, Matt. I don't know. Gamescom. Yeah. Gamescom. 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 Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was really good. Me, Bongo, Carl, and a stranger played Bomberman 2. He was Ginger. 
He was ginger. He was a ginger stranger. I had a lot of fun playing Bomberman 2 because Bomberman 2 is the best Bomberman ever made. We all agree. But yes, everybody's jumping, nodding you? podcast. No, you can jump in. And yeah. Except for the jump in, which is level 10, which is a controversial level at the time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So, retro section, good. Rezzed section within these, good. What about the big stuff that was good? I mean, for me, uh, and again, it's a kiss of death for a game if we say it's good here. So, um, I the first thing that I seen I don't know what you're talking about. at the show yesterday <laughs> was uh, Mafia 3. It was a cinematic 20 minutes of gameplay that hasn't been seen before. Um, I got a bag of Mafia 3 popcorn, and I thought it was kind of cool. I thought it was uh, very interesting, and hoping that they can capture the storylines that they had in Mafia 2 and if they do that well I mean the graphics weren't fabulous but they were still so good what enough show? what was the level like so um, they showed that the, your main protagonist now is a Vietnam vet yeah. uh, a a dark-skinned fellow you can say it black. <laughs> he's a black he's a black man and uh it's not racist to say he's a black yeah. man so he joined yeah well yeah. Yeah, from northern ireland we don't have black people in northern ireland you know so it's, we don't know and he tries to get the the um what do you call them it's there that's from a, it's a little island they're they're um what are they, Italian people, Italians, Italian mafia, Sicilians. Sicilians. So they show you 20 minutes of him going to get the, the, the bookkeeper. So you can imagine the godfather. He goes to take on my, mighty odds and he has to go through this big building and attack loads of people. And it looks good. Set in the 60s in a sort of southern town. You've seen him going through the boonies, New Orleans, sort of, or New yeah, Louisiana sort of town, in a boat and then in a car and stuff like that. There. And it looks great. It looks like more mafia, but it's more open world. Yeah, the only concern I have is the more open world. Yeah. Because I'm kind of done with Ubisoft open world type games where you just have to collect shit. So I just want to clarify, it's 2K. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's a style just of saying. game. It's a style of I'm game. Just saying. You just said that about Mafia 2 when you'd seen it. Yeah, but Mafia 2 was fine because there wasn't any of that stuff in it. It, it did say it. No, you're right. I mean, you don't really like open world games like Witcher 3. And stuff. No, that's different. I knew that. It's not I an open that. world. This is my issue. It's nothing to do with that. It's really Witcher 3. If you really didn't want to, you didn't have to bother doing any of the side quests. You could just do the story. Why are we talking about The Witcher like, 3? <laughs> you always talk about The Witcher 3. Kind, in Mafia 3, what concerns me is to progress through the narrative of the game, you've got to do side missiony stuff and create your own mob and all that. So level yeah. up enough mm. to be able to progress through the story. And that's what concerns me if that's the case. Yeah, I'm worried because Mafia 2 is probably one of my favourite games up there. I love it. I love it. Hmm. And the, the fact that they've they listen to feedback annoys me a little bit because yeah. I I didn't I didn't want side quests. If you want side quests in a video game, yeah, GTA. there's loads. Yeah, GTA, Saints Row, you've got loads of them. I don't want it. Not a good story. I just the Witcher want a story. Mafia story. <laughs> they, they did say at the beginning of the show real but when when you watch that cinematic trailer thing, what you go in that theatre, they did say that there was going to be um, a push towards keeping it on a directive path on the story. Yeah, I hope so. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. They said, they said, yeah, yeah, that's right. World, yeah. But it was very linear for an open They world. said that the so environment was that, part of the yeah. story, and yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and yeah, there's key beats that you had to hit. To so make hopefully, sort of you won't get too sidetracked. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That is one thing that uh, and that comes out pretty soon as well. That is this when year. When is that coming out? Uh, Google October. it. Somewhere. I'm looking at you, Robert. Robin. Sorry. Months. Yeah. When does it really matter when they've said it's coming out? Presumably, that's going to change. Yeah, probably. Oh, does, anyone, does anyone think it was a bit weird that there was no Watch Dogs 2 here? 
Because that's not that long to be coming out, is it? That was all Seth wanted us to look at. Yeah, it's not here. Yeah, it's not here. Ubisoft haven't got. There's no Ubisoft, is there? Well, I mean, they were showing. Did South Park Ubisoft this time? No, it didn't. Did it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're on the Ubisoft um, E3 press. Oh, because Ubisoft isn't it originally THQ or something? Yeah, I think Ubisoft. Yeah, but last year there was a big Ubisoft area there with like the division and the siege and the developer area. I think there was supposed to be a Bethesda one, wasn't it? I mean, they were showing some of the that downhill skiing, snowboarding stuff. But no one knows. They're all, um, back they're all back at home trying to work out how the hell they're going to deal with all these new consoles. Yeah, well, I mean, Mafia, oh, yeah. Mafia, oh, yeah. Mafia, Mafia 3 is due out uh, this, this time next month, on the 7th of next again, month. Why is there no demo for that? How weird is that? Yeah, oh. yeah, well, I don't know. So the other big thing that we all, most of us had a look at was Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a big PS4 release, and uh, there was a bit of a cine- cinematic, and... Um, uh, then <laughs> I feel like I'm podlet casting with dick now. And it's people putting stuff on the EGX WhatsApp. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> was um, anyway. Um, it wasn't it? So Horizon Zero's on. Um, yes. Uh, Zero yeah. <laughs> so you got a bit of a cinematic in a little room, and then you got out to play the yeah. game for about 15 minutes. And I refer to this game as Horizon Primal. Yeah, it's beautiful to look at. It's very, very pretty. Uh, uh, the world has gone to hell in a handbasket. Gingers, repping the gingers. It was gingers. Nice tress effects in the hair. Mm. And uh, sort of these, dinos- these dinosaurs are now... Robot dinosaurs. ...are sort of alive. They're sentient, sentient uh, machines. Yeah. And this girl has to go out and find the mystery of who her father was, by the sounds of it, or where she came from. Um, and the demo that I played was a bit, a bit boring... It, it was a bit boring. Yeah, it was very boring. Now some of the clips and the, the preview stuff I've seen, it looks very exciting. When they were playing it, it looked like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. And then they go, yeah, you get this little area where you just hunt you like little deers no. and stuff. And I'm like, oh. So, Thanks. You Rob, you would be a Sony-type person. <laughs> Which, yeah. If I've got a sat on the other side of the table, I can notice yeah. you. So, Sony-type person... I mean, what do you think? Are you excited for for this coming? Do you do you give them a buy ball today? Well, we've already established before that I don't really do excitement. But um, <laughs> do you know? I never knew. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's one, it's another one of the things candlelight the order. I mean, there's been a few Sony games like The Last of Us didn't have a very good demo, but then neither did the order. So then the one turned out to be good, one turned out to be shit. So you can't necessarily tell. I've Hope that it turns out all right, but I'm not putting necessarily any trust. I think it. I think you'll find I've got a something there. I think you'll find Mark will argue with you about the order. He, he loved that game. Yeah, well, <laughs> he wasn't going yeah, to. No, um, yeah, but I think the demo at that EGX was the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 come on, no, we've heard you talk about this game after you played it. You yeah, like I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I like Assassin's Creed. I like the. No, it was dirt shit. That, that is true. That is true. One of the mistakes that I featured in the video, full of mistakes of EGX that we make, was me and him talking yeah. about the order 1886. Yeah, so apologise to Mark what, 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 because what? we wow. were wrong about wow. the order 1886. Yeah, I'll admit to that. <gasps> but yeah. I've, I've heard right. industry, right. industry insiders. There's a lot of buzz saying. They played good chunks of the game and it's good. So, not the order, really. Um, no. Horizon. I don't know. It so feel, no, look, just that demo. Like, I, I walked like like five minutes in that direction and it just went, turn round, because you're going too far. I'm it's still an unknown quantity. I mean, yeah. it, especially the fact it's coming from Gorilla, because kill zones do generally hit very hard. Aren't you glad that they're doing something different, though? I am. Just kills on stuff. Whether or not this turns out to be good or not. I'm still not quite down with this internal monologue thing. 
That's what I keep saying stuff like Did she say a lot in the demo, though? Yeah, but there's nothing happening in the demo for us to talk about. You do that. <laughs> I don't want to listen to it in a game. We don't want to listen to what it. The fuck about <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. You're not convinced. I'm not convinced at all. Not convinced. It's okay. just another game, and that's the, that's the trouble. I mean, Stu mentioned it earlier. Like, I think we we get to the point now. Things are getting just recycled. There's no it. innovation anymore. Yeah, it's it's really hard to come up with something new. And that's right. They've got these dinosaurs that are robots, and you're catching them with your cool tricks and stuff. But in the end of the day, it's still a third-person action game where you're running around and finding stuff and collecting and things. Saving villages. Are we going to quit video games? Is I that don't know. We've yeah, like that, doesn't we? Just quit it. Well, I know we're going to MGLX later on, and uh, Darren there has, is now going to board games, which seems very, 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 very weird. I mean, he's changed, man. Yeah. So uh, yeah, exactly. Unsubscribe, <laughs> and he will have board games there tonight that he's going to try and. I do intend to go to the board game section and just set up a hungry, hungry hippos. Just have a go, guys. Well, in my room tonight. Well, sorry, sorry. In my room tonight for the MGLX party, I have Twister. So we're going to bring play Twister tonight. So yeah. Okay, right. So, uh, other things that have been very much in the news and talked about, big, big Kickstarter, I don't know how many of you got to play it or any of you got to play it, for me, was Ukulele, uh, which is a sort mm. of a spiritual successor of Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, so it looks almost identical to that. Did, did anybody get to I'm interested. I'm interested in Ukulele. I, I like Banjo-Kazooie, so I'm interested in it. I just I'm interested in that sort of game. I, we were saying earlier, like, Russian Tank showed that those sort of 3D uh, yeah. school platformers still can be done well and there's not enough of them and I think no. people do want them yeah I think there's a whole but generation of kids that didn't get to play with that I mean they get things like Skylanders and stuff like that there now but I mean you've all we all grew up with, mm. with that stuff and there's yeah, a lot yeah. of I mean, it was saturated back then I mean but now these days it's just there's not enough of them and I think that, mm. that game's going to get on well if, if they polish it up nicely then Microsoft yeah. must be kicking themselves because that they, they, they split away from Rare didn't they it, yeah. yeah so really like that's what they should have done but hey okay well fair enough well it looked very good it's very, you very played pretty it it's yeah it's very pretty it handles very well it does feel like Ratchet and Clank it, you know you've got a, like a roll thing in it you can roll up a hill um, how are the production values looking on it is it does it look like a, a polished uh, game. indie game, or does it look like yeah, a... Yeah, there was a lot of text, re a lot of text like reading in it, you know, that's bubble that's boxes. That's Banjo-Kazooie, though. Yeah, bubble boxes like that, so there isn't not a lot of voiceover, some voiceover stuff. Um, sounds good, it controlled well, so I'll, I, you didn't need to see much more than that, mm. because w as long as it controlled well, there's a bit of a story, like Ratchet and Clank, a bit of a story, yeah. a bit of, bit of fun. And it's cute, and it'll appeal to, to a lot of folk out there as well. There was a, one other thing that we queued up for today which I just couldn't understand in the slightest why we did it and after I queued up and played it I couldn't understand why it's even in existence oh the best game of the show yeah the Sonic Sonic Mania <laughs> can you please whose tell me whose idea whose idea was it to yeah. for this I thought it was your, your idea. idea it was my idea to do it <laughs> seriously because I thought it would be funny the best thing about the queue was the queue yeah there was yeah. a guy beside us with girl hair and he wanted to join in he, he, he liked my singing I he singing wanted to join in yeah, and then we were interviewed in the queue by some guy who, who wanted us to. He wanted to speak. He wanted to speak to who's the biggest Sonic fan, and then obviously one of you guys that just went, "Oh, Chinny, Chinny, loves it," and I says, "Oh, since Sonic 
got sexually abused he's really bounced back or something like that. I can't remember what I said um, and then I think he was genuinely trying to find someone who was a big fan and take the piss out of them but I think he just found someone who hates Sonic and we basically took the piss out of him so, yeah. so again and I shouted Sonic his balls over the queue and everybody Chris, agrees and everybody laughed yeah, and, and everybody's in the queue and then he quite relatively quietly said that the uh, it wasn't the that same as it was and the woman jumped down no no no, no I didn't I said, <laughs> I said wow look at look at the difference in the remastered version look at all those pixels and stuff it's amazing the like, resolution and everything. 4K man yeah, yeah. look at that it's uh, incredible and so you, 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 you gave a fair comment yeah. I was being a cheeky twat nice and, and she bit. she picked on you yeah she did what did the woman say about Bongo uh, Bongo was playing and she pointed out that he looked at the controls four times and all the was jumping. I have to admit I did I did sit down and <laughs> I, really I, I did sit down and tried to live a bit doddery. I put yeah. the headphones on my head that way to start with <laughs> and I picked up the instruction sheet and looked at it and studied it yeah. and then I started playing it and tried to make him go left. Yeah. And go left, yeah. and go left, yeah, and looked at the instruction, looked at the instructions yeah. again, and you had an audience. I was yeah. the audience. I did, I did have a look at the controls that you were confused with when uh, <laughs> I went to it, and you know, it says A button, jump, B button, <laughs> jump, X button, jump. Yeah. Well, just like Sony, um, you would be a a Mega Drive person as well, Robin. No, 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 no Robin. <laughs> he's a Mega Drive. But why is Sonic so crap? In, in I'll tell you why. Sonic. Let, let me why, why, why is it? I like Sonic the Hedgehog. Mark's, Mark's not spoken. Okay. I had the Mega Drive. Yeah. Okay. Stop. So this. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> back in the day. No, no I'm on about the original Sonic. Back in the day, Sonic was a great. It's the same. Beggars can't be choosers. That's why. Yeah. Okay, well, you made the wrong decision. In a world where Old Beast exists, you'll take anything else. And let's, <laughs> yeah. not forget, let's not forget that. You couldn't take it does, photos it is. Yeah. of a game that came out 25 yeah. years ago. That's it. And was that because it was so s the same as what it was 25 know, years ago? Who was it? Who took a photo of the you can't take photos? Pilch. Yeah. Pilch. Pilch is a troublemaker. But, I mean, is there, but, I mean I, again, sorry, I know it's we're talking about Sonic here, but I'm giving it too much time, but why... Why is this? Why does this exist? Because I played Green Hill Zone and was Green Hill Zone. Have you ever finished the Sonic game? No, I played Done. three or four levels. That's well, they it. Had, they had I enjoyed it. I, I played the Sonic games back in the day. I still play them every now and then I, now. I yeah. enjoy them. And, and I don't think it is just nostalgia. I think I can understand people don't like them. It is dumb that he goes faster and just stops. I get that. But some of the some of the levels are designed really well, so there's a flow to them. And you also, you also get used to responding to situations where you hit a brick wall. Usually they've made it so that you can just press down, do the little spin thing, so you get speed straight away and you're back rolling again. Within a couple of seconds you can be stopped and then starting again. So it's just I'm getting bored. used to the I'm bored now. Okay, alright. I'll explain why the game exists because stupid people liked old Sonic. No one likes 3D Sonic. <laughs> oh. yeah. So they had to make a game that yeah, the exact same game. Yeah, all, all stupid people queued for an hour <laughs> to play this game. I didn't play it. But yeah, Pilch queued no, for an hour and didn't play it. He walked straight through like a like a pitch. What stop. a legend! Straight through. That is the ultimate like like stance on it. Isn't it? That's a main point. But when it, back in the day, it was good, but it's not good anymore. Okay, so look, the stars of the show were the Indies, and yeah. there was a lot of good Indies. Now uh, we can go through stuff that we'd seen last year that is coming out this year. Uh, one of my favourites last year was Arrow, and Arrow has been bogged down in. Uh, yeah, it's called Arrow. Let's be clear yeah. why this game is an So, yeah. Arrow is supposed to have been out already. Arrow. The chocolate bar. Like a chocolate bar. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, who's been reassist now, huh? 
So it's been bogged down by uh, Microsoft and the Xbox One. They were trying to get that to run at 60 frames per second, and they could do it in PC, and they could do it in PlayStation, but they couldn't do it on Xbox One. They couldn't get it to run at 60 frames. So they had to take a step back and struggle, as he admitted, with Unity yeah. to try and, and get it to re- record it. And they've, gotten, they've done that, and it is now with Microsoft certification, and it will be out in January. Yeah, and uh, Air was a music rhythm why timing. Why does everybody bo- bo- game this game? Like, I don't get it. I don't. You all like this Did game. You play it last year, because this yeah. year they didn't have. Yeah, you needed to have the headphones on. Yeah, yeah. I did that. The music is integral to it. Yeah. Like, and bass kind of. Baseline kick in as you super satisfying but and the shooting stuff yeah. works it could be very interesting to see what it's like with other songs well they've got 15 songs apparently but if they're not as good because I mean things like the, um, I used to really like Amplitude back in the day when you had all of the various different yeah. music the current one is balls because it's all just original music you never heard you don't like don't think yeah well I've never heard Pierce no, these are all licensed yeah. tracks yeah. So Cannon's tracks. I think Bass Cannon's one of their strongest tracks again I don't know what it'll be like after half an hour maybe Love Had Enough um, so, but yeah, that that's coming, which is good. Uh, the other little one that we played, Mark, today, uh, darn it, what's it called? Flash Stars, was it? Uh, Jumpstart. Jumpstart. Jump Jump so yeah. was there last year. So there was two or three last year. It's coming out in December, uh, and yeah. it's multiple platforms, uh, four player. Is it is it online now? No, and that's one of the things that I want to get a note of because lots and lots of these indie games, stick people stick stick ball, stick ball, was brilliant. I love stick ball. Powerful, but yeah. Local, yeah. Part of the problem with these things is they demonstrate so well at shows like this because you get a crowd of people at it, four players, eight players, whatever it may be. We're all Overcooked. shouting, screaming, and that just doesn't happen in Ireland. I mean, how often? Once a year we do this. Why is Overcooked not online? It is. Well, oh, is it not? Is it no. only, is it only no. local co-op? No, never mind. Powerful. It'd be so good if that was online. Mm. See, one yeah. of our favourite games, or mine, I don't know whether Ginny agrees, but the most fun we had was Conga Master. Kongo Master was pretty yeah, good. That was really <laughs> not like the human centipede Yes. Yeah. 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 That's out on Steam now, yeah. So simple. So Kongo Master looked very, very like that uh, Death at the Disco game. Yeah, uh, Party Hard. Party Hard. Party Hard. It no, looks like in the same style, but you're in it. This is what you got to do. you got to... You, you steer with the triggers, and then you have to dance around people to attract them to your Kongo. And then and then they go, ooh. and then like my game. Yeah, the more people... It sounds like Chris's life. Yeah, the more people, the more, the more people you get on your conga line, the better. And but then you get power ups like like scissors, and I can cut Stu's conga. So it was pretty good. I mean, it's pretty one note, it's dead but simple. But it was just funny. What it fun. did, yeah. what it did, it did well. The other thing I've seen you playing, uh, 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 Mike, was uh, Dead Pixel Two. Straight to video? Straight to video, yeah. It was good. It was all like a VHS type thing. When your health like goes a, down, like the tracking on right? yeah, the tracking on the on the screen looks like like a VHS. So there's more tracking, the worse your health. And I bumped. I bumped into a friend I haven't spoke to for five years, and I was like, Nathan, anyway, Mike, anyway, do you want to play Dead Pixels too? And he's like, All right. And then it was it was really nice. So yeah, it was it was good. Have you played the first one? Yeah, we played the first one here a few years ago. I didn't know though. I didn't. I thought it was a first one. And, and he went, yeah, it's the second one. I went, oh yeah. Didn't that come out with the Xbox Live Indie games? Dead Pixel. I don't know. Well, maybe it is. Maybe it is just the two. It was pretty deep. It was pretty deep. They had like leveling up and you know XP and trading and stuff. It was. Okay, so I'm just going to take a wee step back a second because there was one other big game there that was getting a bit of a stir, and our good old buddy Chris was there um, being a policeman at the gate. Uh-huh. Uh, Dishonored 2. Yeah. And quite yeah. a few of you went into Dishonored 2. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, we were very excited about that three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, is this Dishonored two better than Dishonored? Uh, I think I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty good because there's you know when you moan about like there's not enough like options in games like oh there's very little or like this this game the level design was basically like just find your own way of doing it. It's like Deus Ex is now. Yeah. Which is yeah. Rude. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose the main character is not a knob like Deus Ex. Uh, <laughs> can I just put this out there? Right? Obviously, you can either play as a female or male. Yeah. But the fact it's a first-person game. No, but you have different powers. You, do, well, you could have any two characters with different powers. There's nothing to indicate. Yeah, but you see them in cutscenes and stuff. I guess. But what did you want stuff. to see? Did you I want to know, see like boobs? No, it's just strange because it just gets pointless. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no, no significance to playing uh, as well. I had the advantage of having. Yeah, I have. I have had the advantage. Chris was showing me how to play the game, and basically he said, "Do you want to do something?" No, I've seen no one do. And okay. And you can either kill take the, the back. yeah, take you around the back. Uh, well, somebody has done that to be fair. No, you can either kill this person, or you can, or you can um, <laughs> put them in an electric chair and neutralise them and make them brain dead. Uh, and you have to sort of solve a puzzle to do that. So you have to send him to sleep, solve a puzzle, and then put him in the electric chair to parry it. Perry, and then he's brown dead, and then I just shot him anyway because it was lol. But you could do that in the first game as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, 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 so it's it's to yeah. keep in that tradition, and then you, I saved this guy, and I ran out of time, so um, I couldn't save him, so I threw him in the canal. There you go. Yeah. So remember the first demo that we played? It was you, good. you had all the powers. You had everything. Yeah, it starts at le- like the fourth level. Fourth level, yeah. yeah. So you've got yeah, quite, a bit. Quite, a, quite a bit of it. Shadow walk is one thing. It's like the darkness where yeah, you crawl on the, the floor. And you pick them up and you kill them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember there was one that was you throw a three a load of birds at them and they ate them. Yeah. The flesh shot them. All that. Rats, I think it was. Was it rats? Yeah. Death, Death by rats. Blink Death of rats. In the first game, and it's called something else. Now that if you're the if you're the bloke, you still get the blink power. Oh, do you? So yeah. She just has a different. She has different powers. It. Yeah. It's the same power with the different names. Yeah, so kind of. Did anybody play uh, Final Fantasy 15? No. Oh, no. Why would you do that? Because it's everywhere. I, I watched it for a bit because I'm quite interested still, nice. and it looks it looks good. I've I've read uh, there was a guy that had been playing it today um, on Beat Three Four Seven. They've been posting. Um, he played at EGX this weekend, and he he said that he played the uh, the final version in inverted commas, which ended up not being the final version because they extended the mm-hmm. release date. Um, but he said he played this version this weekend, and he said it's night and day compared to how it was a month ago. Well, I think what they've said is they. For people that don't have an internet connection, they want it the, as big a version as possible, the most finished version as possible to go out when they go gold. Wow. So Don't get more, much of that these days. No. Yeah, basically they didn't want to do day, day one patches. Yeah. yeah. yeah so one thing I know, it's spent 10 years doing this. <laughs> I bet there's still a day one patch though. Quite refreshing about a Final Fantasy game, the male character didn't look like women. They kind of do look they like they women. They it, but it was more map. They had stubble and stuff. Well, probably. The fact that they're all wearing leather jackets in the middle of the desert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A bit odd. Well, to be fair, you wear a leather jacket in, uh, in the actual EGX. I've, I've never really got it, but, but maybe it is good. Maybe it is good. Okay, well, I suppose that is a big, big thing. The other big, big thing that quite a few of us are interested in and someone is trying to justify his purchase um, is VR. So, Stu, you're the only one here that's that's in line for VR in a, in a few weeks' time. I've pre-ordered two. Oh, sorry. I'm not sure. I haven't tried Oh, Might back out. Okay, so... Um, but I haven't tried it. At I tried it last year, and I'm due to try it again tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I'm so you're of no use to me now. You've no input. Well, no, to no, the no, 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 I'm not the only person. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, right. You because Chini's a big dissenter on this, and he's tried two types of VR. Yeah. 
Yeah, I tried the the Vive. Uh, well, there, it's, there's a setup in the indie thing where you you've got a big space and it's like a James Bond game, and you like I know I, I, I got red really easily. So they um, yeah the you crawl around and you and everybody's watching you. It's hilarious. Literally crawling. Yeah, and and, and you got to dodge lasers and all this sort of stuff. So I tried that. It's the first time I ever played the like Vive. Entrapment, I don't know what entrapment is. It's what you did with your Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, well, yeah. I'm already wearing it. Um, anyway, and then there's the other one, uh, PSVR with Wild. Like, it was like Windlands. Uh, it was like a Spider Man first person shooting. Cool. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to buy a VR. Yeah. <laughs> it's the end of that. It's the very first time you jumped. You did feel your stomach. Yeah, when you when you play, like on a roller coaster, there is a bit of like, sensation. oh, I feel a bit sick playing yeah. it, and then you get used to Two it. Two minutes. It was only about a couple of minutes. Yeah. It was fine. The other thing that pleased me a lot was the fact that uh, once out of it, because obviously yeah, because it wasn't a Sony promotion bit, you, you got kind of about 15 minutes playing it, so you got quite a, a nice long demo. But he went through all of the how to set it up correctly, so that you got the right focus and everything, and it was. It was really sharp. The screen looked fine. There was no fuzziness. There was no blurriness. It was it was a sharp sort of 1080p sort of experience. It looked absolutely fine. So I'm you're I'm happy, happy with your yeah, purchase. I'm happy. And with it, even though you're not going to get VR, mm. can you see now what people are so excited about? It's yeah, like you can understand that people would get excited yeah. and would enjoy it because it's the type of people that just jump on the newest thing. It's like. But you, d- you don't see that it's a worthwhile thing. I'm not going to buy it, you, no. I know you, it might not be for you, but can you just see, like, this is, this is, this is you know, I don't really like this, but I can see people would. You know, it's yeah. like a preference thing. But the difference for me is, I think some people think it's going to be the future of video games forever. And it's not. I think, I think for me, though, at least it's something different. It's something that... I hate to agree with him, but he's right. The Virtual Boy was different. Yeah, <laughs> and there was a Virtual <laughs> Boy there today. And we're all yeah. playing that right now. Well, Game of the year. Well, Stu believes that, that VR is the future. Yeah, you know, give them a chance and let them show the yeah. way. You know, I think that's where show them all the beauty that they possess inside. Innovation, you know, something different. It's nice. To have, that's a, yeah, it's a nice the idea. Fact that, I mean, for instance, in this Unseen Diplomacy, which is a game that Chini plays with the mind, the fact that you're walking into lifts and rooms and pressing buttons and actually interacting. Oh, you said that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that was that was the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I, at one point. I was crawling through her ducts like you're doing Half-Life 2 for real. I hope we have video well, of that. Well, not for real, but yeah, we do. within Good. the game. Within the game, you're crawling along your air ducts, and <laughs> yeah. so when you have to unscrew the panels off the air There's no way I'm going to have a shoe crawling around the floor and not film it. What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, oh no, we've got film footage. Come on, this. son. You, the people watching it would think you looked absolutely stupid. Yeah, you do. And you feel like you're going to bump into a wall all yeah, the time. Yeah, but you don't. Obviously, you're you not don't. doing it. It did look like a thing uh, there today. I'd love to find the name of it, damn it. It was a... It was a like an Oculus Rift, but it wasn't. So it was a, a Kickstarter. Uh, MVR. Yeah, what was it? MVR. MVR. So this will work with a PC. It will work with Xbox, PlayStation. It does have a phone in it. It does look like a full headset. And the phone connects to your, I don't know, Bluetooth or Wi-Fi or whatever Bluetooth. it was. Bluetooth. <laughs> Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Tiddly, tiddly, tiddly. And um, what it does, it, it takes control of your right analog stick. So the game that they were demonstrating was GTA. So looking around, you looked around in this in this headset, which is kind of a very simple solution, like a cheap VR. Ninety nine quid is what you get into the the Kickstarter. They have their own controller and a headset. 
Uh, it was a bit blurry because it was a, yeah. a, a, a they weren't using they were using plastic optics rather than the glass. Yeah, and that makes a big difference. Yeah, I but don't really see how these things that kind of things can work. Because the thing is, I think even if you do use in VR, I would imagine sitting on my sofa to play them. Mm. And if I'm sat on my sofa, I can't be suddenly changing so that turning around to face either direction. Yeah, yeah we did notice you had to physically turn 90 degrees for, for your character to turn. Yeah, your head and then yeah, your body. So yeah. unless you're sat yeah. in the middle of your room in an office yeah. chair. That's it. Well, well, that's the whole point of the bad because you stood up. So yeah. With your sort of yeah. I'm kind of a. I'm kind of a mic. I, I, I want to sit down and play my games. Yeah. I mean, we spoke to a woman who's got all three development kits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. all mm-hmm. of them, and she she said that the biggest difference between for her between the Vive and the PSVR is said with obviously the Vive you can turn all the way around and see behind yourself. Said so with the Vive, uh, with the sorry, with the PlayStation VR because it's reliant on the camera for tracking. As soon as you turn your head around and it can't see the headset anymore, it stops working. But as well as like saying if you're sat on a sofa, so you can only see. Glowing lights on the back of your head as well, and then that might, might pick up the room. tracking again once you've yeah, so so Presumably, if you're sat on a sofa, that's not an issue. Yeah, that's what that's what she said. So but again, it was funny. I mean, we're, we're three years into VR now. This is the third show with it. It seems to be more accepted, more mainstream. Yeah. Um, things that were missing, like Elite wasn't there with a VR you yeah, would well have thought and uh, yeah I know but uh, the Surgeon Simulator but I mean how many of the, how many could they have sold yeah yeah how many could they have you know Surgeon Simulator VR and all of those things when I was at Re- yeah when I was at Res earlier on they had this really good one called Giant Cop which was a really good value you got to say that carefully yeah yeah it was really good so but there seems to be a lot more titles there it's exciting for PlayStation I actually think PlayStation might make a go of it. No, I think whether whether they support it or not. To, to get the full setup for Vive will cost you about eight hundred pounds. So between six, I think. Well, she said about eight hundred pounds. Whereas that including the PC. No. 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 Hell no. No, that's just for the Vive, the sensors and the controllers. And you obviously, you need the room to. And do you it. need the, a big enough space. To, although she said, you, says, scale, yeah, you yeah. can scale the space down to whatever space you've got. But obviously, that restricts what you can she do. She said, that game where I was crawling everywhere, yeah. she says, oh, you could play this at your desk. Yeah, I don't know. That's what PC gamers do every time they try to um, play a game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, her opinion was the the PlayStation and the Sony's version because of the, the much lower point of entry for the cost and the fact that it isn't that much different. I still kind of think the future of VR is gaming smallly and visiting the Leaning Tower of Pisa yeah, and space. I, so that's I think that's a bigger, bigger part yeah, of it. It's got a niche appeal. And that, that could John be bon Jovi's crotch level. The niche thing. could be relatively large. Go to a concert, the stand there, be, be Lemmy, you know? It's going to be it's games that have to be made for VR. You can't have what we think of as the standard games that are. Yeah, and I think that, that came out because we were speaking to the guys from the same coin and they played the Resident Evil 7 demo. Mm-hmm. I didn't VR. even know that was it. Yeah, and they, they said it just it just didn't work very well compared to other, the, the, what, the, what the general consensus is. The more realistic looking the game, the worse it is in VR. Yeah, you'd said that, uh, to me earlier on that stylized was, yeah, stylized was stylized the way. Yeah, so like In the same way that when the, when the old move, they tried to make it like so it looked like a light gun in a first-person shooter. That didn't really work. And then also, they, yeah, they're trying to do first-person shooters in VR. That also doesn't work. Yeah. 
you've got to have games that work for VR. Well, what I was saying is, I mean, one of Chini's main gripes, or one of the things he said about VR was, it only works if you sat in a cockpit of something. Yeah. Yep. But we, we, you know, it was proven today with the swinging through the trees that that's not true. Because that, that worked fine, and it did feel pretty cool. Game shit, though. It's that, yeah, it's the locomotion part. It's moving around. Yeah. It's moving from nose to nose rather than actually walking places. I still think that the vast majority of these games, especially where you can, when you're controlling it with a controller and being in VR, yeah. you're probably going to end up with it where people are using the controller to look around rather than moving their head. No, I think because it's easier. What they did with the the uh, Windbombs game was the, the right stick only moved it like a bit at a time, didn't it? Right? Oh, oh change that. So it changed normal. But once yeah. it was getting used to using the headset to look rather than using. But that's the, the thing stick. is because I think moving using a stick is easier. It's not that gamers will generally do much, much quicker. In this game, the way it worked was like you used your sight. To, to aim. aim. Yeah, I think it's a rigs does the same thing. Yeah. It works though. It so did work. It did make you do it. Yeah, once you got used to it, you, you started to flow a lot more. It's yeah. not Red Dead, Dead Redemption. No, 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 no. The one thing I would say is the difference in weight between the Sony headset and the Vive was, was considerable. The Sony headset, you knew it was there, but it wasn't that uncomfortable, but the Vive was very heavy. Uh, the Sony headset, is that cabled as well? Is yeah, it? they're yeah. all cabled. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because the Sony one's supposed to rest on the, on the top of your head. Yeah, that's where it is, the front and back. Because you said the highlight of the show for you was an eight-year-old or ten-year-old falling over. <laughs> that, the that was funny, on. yes. <laughs> because obviously recommendations... Kids falling over is funny. Yeah, yeah. No one under 12 should use VR, and they had the, it was some sort of circus demo, yeah. and the, the, the kid had the Vive headset on, it was only about eight and nine. But I guess, because we're aware that this isn't real and we're sort of in the back of your mind, you know it's not real. Yeah. He obviously didn't. He jumped. He, he like jumped yeah. forward and ended up flat on his face on the floor because obviously whatever he was doing in the game required him to jump. Well, wasn't that an early clip on the end there? Yeah. Some and there's this huge flat room and he was just flat on his face on the floor. And it's like, he was obviously convinced he was wherever he was in the game. It's going to be someone that strangles himself on the cable accidentally whilst he's being... Yeah, I mean, when we were watching the demo for Unseen Diplomacy, he had to keep jumping in to move the cable around. So Yeah, you can feel him moving the cable because you can... Look, no, no... Like now and again, you can kind of tell where it is. The cable, you know what I mean. That like you can sort of, but sometimes you do lose it. Yeah, you do. You and, and and you, and he has to pull it, and you can. Fi- and it's really odd to have this like cable just be pulled. And when you're at home, when you're planning, and you, like, on no one's going to be there. We could use that in horror games. Make you turn wow. in a certain direction so that the wire hits your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, here's an interesting thing. We were talking to a guy who played on obviously because there's loads of games out now on Steam that I use VR, and he played a dungeon crawler that was kind of dungeon crawler stroke horror game. And he said that, having played that, he said at one point something happened in the game and they said the jump scares are so much more visceral. He said that he was shaking. Yeah, the, and he said, that, he said that is it. He said, I'll never play another Because you can't avert your eyes. You can't really yeah, get away from it. He said, I'm not playing another... Because he, like, he said he was like genuine fear. Yeah, Chris Jellyman was saying that in the Resident Evil that right, they put a knife to your throat at one yeah. point and you, you kind of pull away. And it, 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 he also said that at one point the um, like attendant tapped him on the shoulder and he almost shitted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's, you know, I think developers are going to have to be quite wary because I think there could be yeah. resultant heart yeah, attacks yeah. and stuff. So, you know, because let's be honest, quite a big proportion of gamers are, aren't, you know, fairly hefty people. We're getting on a bit as well, aren't we? We're getting older. Think for yourself. Things, do, you, do you actually think that they think they're going to sell that? Because there's eight of us sitting around here who consider them, well, seven of you, 
There's a lot of people in the world. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest. One says he's definitely getting it. One says he might be pure of it, but. And they're all pretty, pretty much all sold out. They're sold out, yeah. There's no more available. They're all sold out. Well, therein well, lies the problem with all of these. People are actually going to have these in I think a lot. I think you'll be surprised. So if you sell a million Oculus Rifts, for example, a million pieces of software is nothing in the software industry to make profit out of. So yeah. that's why you aren't going to see really, really big games on here. Because it's not going to be that way. Oh, you can't. I mean, yeah. you can and you can't. Some of you can, some of you can't. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be a, it's, it's a captive audience. It's going to be very interesting this time next year to see if PlayStation VR is still a thing or will it go the way of the dildos? Oh, you know, well, they're bringing the dildos back. Will they come yeah, back? So, sort of, kind of to wrap up the VR piece for the listeners. We're talking about PS, uh, PlayStation VR a lot here. This is to hardly Dan. And guys that are really PC guys, are you excited about Oculus or Vive or which way you're going to go? Um, please let us know and go onto the, the Facebook page at OC Podcast and uh, give us your comments there, please, as well. Okay, so um, coming back a little bit then to... Uh, I just need to mention... Uh, for the racing fans that are out there, I may also have been the only one that played... Sony game, Rob. I played Sony game. I played Gran Turismo, the new demo for Gran Turismo, which was three laps around Brands Hatch. Fantastic setup with a steering wheel and pedals. Um, it was fully automatic. There was no damage on stuff I got there. It looks beautiful. Uh, I'm not really used to a wheel, so it it drew. It was quite strange for me. Um, yeah, well, with a joystick. Why why do you have steering wheels? Why don't we all have? PS controllers in our cars. Yeah. Why not? Why, yeah, why, I don't know, why, why do we have to have a wheel? Do I don't know. Uh, but whatever, you know, that, that that electric car, you know, the the fantastic... Yeah, no, no. Should, the no. car should be Bluetooth and you just get your Xbox controller or whatever and just control your damn car. Yeah, exactly. Why aren't we there? I mean, what, well, what, what, what could go wrong? You get someone complaining that the thumbsticks being like the same level and they're going to be... Yeah. So what, what happens when your sticks go faulty and you only stay left all the All your batteries <laughs> run out when you're at 70 miles an hour. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so look, uh, it, it looks really good. Unfortunately, uh, one of the things with Gran Turismo is the when you bumped it's in... It's never going to come out. When you bu- Yeah, it's like... Uh, well, as I put on Twister, uh, uh, Twister on Twitter, uh, I'm about to play Scotch Mist racing game. Um, one of the things about Gran Turismo is when you banged into another car, it sounded like it was like a little tiny dint. And it's like that again. So uh, I would love to have it with all of the assists switched off and have a good go at it. Um, but again, next year sometime maybe. How did it compare to the new Forza? Because you're playing a lot of that. Forza. Not Horizon. Uh, six, it doesn't yet. Nah, not enough time with it. Three laps in one little circuit not enough. The track felt really good. Um, visually, it looks really nice. Visually, really, really good. It really it almost did look nice. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been so long since there's been a really good Gran Turismo game. Forza out did it for so many years. Yeah. I mean, Xbox is the place for, for driving games. There is, you know, unless you're a PC person, and, and they're more semi, but for a good arcadey Forza, Forza Horizon, is, it's the place to be. Yeah, but the boss wave guys can't play Drive Club very well, so. Um. <laughs> a lot of people have said he feels just slightly off, like he doesn't corner quite as you'd expect it to. So it works, but he's not as quite as good as you're expecting it to be. It's not like driving a real car. Compared to VR, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, if we finish off here with the left field collection, because we, we went in and... Yeah. One of the things yeah. you might mention, has anyone actually seen the PS4 Pro? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was there. So so there, was, there, there were dummies of the PS4 Pro and the Slim in a case. Uh, 
they had the strangely they had the back of them covered off so you couldn't see any of the ports in it at all um I think well, was, I'm sure they announced that at EGX they would have a screen. They did. Screen. Yeah. There is. Yeah, so there is. So so right right beside where the PlayStations are and that round Perspex case, there was a 65 inch big big screen. Uh, Horizon Dawn, and we actually yeah, Mark and I looked, looked at it. Do you know what, Stu? We had talked about this and said, like, it, this feels more like they've built the hype up. It it didn't. It looked good, but did it look much did better it, than what we what could have? I don't know they they two. We said that. Don't do that. We said that. They don't do that because that doesn't sell their other PS4 on the market. shows you the difference. I was talking to a guy who said that he didn't think it was. It looked like it was coming from a PS4 Pro. Hang on, guys. Two conversations. He said yes. The guy said he thought it didn't look like it came from a PS4 Pro. He thought it was just like a USB drive with 4K video. Was that the guy with the mushroom on his head? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it looked really, really good. Whether it was, re- whether it would be enough for me to go for that, I, I probably the score. Probably the score. Exactly. It's a big, big entrance. It's it's very early adopter time. You know, PS4, Scorpio, or 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 you could, or if you wanted 4K, you know, you just buy a cheap Xbox. You know, it's there. It does it already. It actually plays Blu-rays as well in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> Would you be interested if you could strap a 4K TV to your head? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Yeah. That's a 60 inch, yeah. yeah, yeah. He always wants a 60 inch. Again. Which, wow, that's, that's a good segue. The tipping point, which brings me to my favourite game of the show. Far from noise. Okay, well we're just coming to the left field now. Yeah. So, so left field. Uh, I'm gonna let you <laughs> talk about uh, far from noise for a second or two. Oh my God. This is a game that Stu will never buy. Tell he us is not going to buy well, this game. Tell, it, yeah. Tell us about the screen size. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is probably the weirdest game I've played at EGX all weekend, which is basically you've crashed your Citroen 2CV well, you would. off the edge of a cliff. And it's sort of I'd teetering. finished the job. I know, yeah, teetering. And the game is you just sort of talking about your predicaments and what you're going to do about this. So what is it, shit Italian joke? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of it. That's, kind That's of the it. joke that I make. Yeah. And, then, and then a talking deer arrives and starts talking to you, and then you're sort of like, am I going crazy? Why is it an old deer? It, it was quite Is old. it a female? <laughs> um, yeah. A doe, a deer? A female deer? But it had, it was a nice sound and it, it was just very, very quirky. <laughs> your, your favourite game in the shop? A nice sound. Is that nice? So it had a deer in it! And it had a 2 CV. I mean, what other games have you played where there's a 2 CV? Well, the quality of the left field games this year seems a bit better. It was. It, it was does, because there were some really, really bad ones in years gone by. Um, That's just Pong. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, well, there was one of those there today. Yeah. There wasn't a wobbly wobbler, no, there wasn't. which wasn't a game at all no, last that year that made me quite angry. No, that was game of the show. Um, the other thing that we it was uh, Picanico. Picanico. I, I really liked Picanico. Picanico. Was I went a over as a. Yeah. I went over. Picanico. Picanico. Right. It's Japanese Pilch. for picnic. Pilch. Bear with me, right? Because I don't like these stupid games, right? Yeah. But I went over as a joke because the name was funny. Yeah. And I went, "What's this game called?" Picanico. And he went, "Yeah, you're almost there." And I went, "Oh, okay. I guess I'll play it now. I feel bad." 
and then I played it and you're this little guy and you can kick people and that was pretty fun so uh, it was the platformer where you just kick all the blobs is coming out? I don't know. Can't wait. I don't know. Can you get it on Xbox? Yeah, he, he was aiming for consoles. He says he doesn't want to release it on Steam. He might have to because of the. Yeah, he, he said um, he says he wants to put it on. Close. Stupid game names, and your favourite game is Bubble Bobble. Does it? Does it? So we talked a lot about the title of the game. It's a platformer. You're a little blob. You've got two legs. You can you can turn into a little ball. You jump around, you roll around. It's kind of like Metro, but it's really cute, cartoony, like childlike graphics and stuff. It, it looks like a Flash game. Yeah, it looks it like that sort, of, that sort of art style. It feels quite good, though. I, yeah. I, I thought it was quite charming. Indie games that where was it? We got an Anne. We got an Anne. Yes. You no. played that. Yeah, you didn't did play it, but you just saw it. Oh. It looks fantastic. It basically looks like an anime. Did you? Yeah, it's a Ghibli type thing, and it's got these really nice anime cutscenes that it's phased in and out of those. It goes from the action and there's a quick animation that goes from the, the smaller character up, up into the bigger characters, and it, it's really smooth. It looks great. Ultimate Sony fan person. Uh, Tuscan had recommended this so you'd go and see so yeah. you, that's something you'll have to try tomorrow yeah, yeah. as well I think uh, yesterday one of the, the highlights of the day for us was playing uh, Sensible Soccer which was uh, uh, not Sensible Soccer it, it was called, called yeah. it was called uh, Super Arcade Football basically Sensible so uh, there was four it's of us Sensible Soccer though. there was uh, uh, Stu yeah there's Mike uh, yeah, myself and Kyle. And it was no, rain, no. no, Raining God, Zippo, Brian. Brian. And it was a fantastic match of Burnley against Burnley. It was Burnley <laughs> And Burnley won. Yeah. I'm yeah, very, very happy to say that. Away the lads. I was uh, and he was four players, so he could have two players on each And th- again, this is appealing. Was other teammates, that is. It this is not like every other football game. <laughs> <laughs> this is appealing to us guys that were born in the 60s and 70s that played sensible bus soccer well, like that. that. Yeah, well, I did. I did. And in the 60s and 70s, no, people soccer. born in the 60s and the 70s. Sensible soccer. I'm a 60s boy. Mark is older than me. Am I the only 60s boy here? I'm an 80s boy. There you go. I'm an old fella. Um, Millennial. Go in. 2000. It's well, back. That game has moved on. I don't know whether you talked to the developer. Did, the game did you actually check if they've got gameplay? Yeah, well, get this. Now there's a whole background story stuff going on here. This isn't just walking around in lights anymore. You are an alien from another planet, right, that has discovered the Voyager thing, you know, with all the stuff from Earth. Okay. Isn't Star Trek? Star Trek. Yeah. Right? You've Egypt. Come down, Verger. You've followed the Voyager thing back to Earth. The Earth is now flooded. He's creating it in light. No, no, no. no. Need to the but the aliens, as what is in the Voyager thing, can't correlate that to the Earth as it is now because it's all flooded. I'm, I'm so bored. Is this? I know. I was just like, is what, it the exact? Is about? it the exact same walking bullshit? Same. Yes. With yeah. the, yeah. the backstory. Uh, with the backstory. On the earth. Do you have to listen to the Beatles? I do. I'm not saying I've just Googled Lighty Deary thing and nothing's come up. Oh, unfortunately, Lighty Deary thing isn't there. Okay, a quick round up. Tomorrow, people are going back. Kyle, what do you have to do tomorrow at the show? Uh, PlayStation VR. PlayStation VR. Robin. Same, I've got a 
Chris? Watch the lovely indie games, small games, try them all out, all the ones that cool. You here tomorrow, Pilch? No, but I've done everything I wanted to, so... You've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he bet Sonic. He ate a cheeseburger. Stu? Joshua? Yes, no. Mark, you're not here either tomorrow. You'll be here tomorrow, you trooper. Yeah, I'm here tomorrow. Yeah, uh, anything you want to do? Uh, South Park and Gears of War 4. Okay, and I've got to try and try and get to Dishonored 2. Um, okay, so... And Oh yeah, we have to remember, this podcast is brought to you by Tornado. Most of us had had more than one can of Tornado I've today. One. I've had one. I have three or four I in my two, bag. Two. So Tornado is like Red Bull, but really rotten. You've had more than two. Yeah. It's quite nice. It's actually quite, it's like Gatorade. It's quite nice. Yeah, but we've established that you like pilchards. Yeah. <laughs> I did Big Fish Little Fish Cardboard Box for about 20 minutes. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, we're going to wind this all up. Uh, we're getting ready, getting our, our glad rags on and heading off to MLGX for the Midlife Gamers. Raise a bit of money for charity for the kids. Have a good night's crack. Do some karaoke and some other silly stuff. I'm quite sure until the wee small hours of the morning. Um, some... Basic info, where can they get you, Kyle? On Twitter, AdamsKD86. And that's the Entertain Nerds, Robin and Chris. You can get us over at BossWave.net. Oh, at BossWave on Twitter. Pilch. Pilches and Cream. And these guys? VeteranGamers.co.uk and you'll find all contact stuff on there. And Mark, where can you find us? Uh, you can find us at OC underscore podcast. Very good. Mike, any uh, last final words? Anything you want to, may want to say? Well, I'd just like to say that uh, the best bit about EGX is meeting up with you guys and us hanging around and talking shit together, ripping the piss out of people, oh. giving hugs. We joke. We joke. We joke, but the Sonic Mania queue was probably the that most was, fun yeah. I've had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is true. No, I, no, I really enjoyed meeting Batch and his fiance today. That was a very, very nice thing. Yeah, that was good. Lovely, lovely it was guys. nice to meet them. We met the guys from uh, the same coin, Das Really Jabi. We met. Met uh, other other folk around there, so and we, yeah, I slapped Nat in the head. It was great, Richard Natris. The funniest part of Nat meeting Nat today was he said, "Oh, come with the kids," and I'm like, "Oh, where are they? Oh, they'll be fine on the run." And then we we sort of walked a bit, and then he got a phone call, and he said, "Oh, you're all right. Have you got such and such with you?" And he's like, "No, I've no idea where they are now." And he's like, lost all his kids. I've got to go. Whole day looking for his kids. They'll be fine on the run for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, thank you very, very much for coming along tonight. I know it's a long walk to my hotel that Stu complains about every year. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the gaming biscuits. Thanks. Yeah, gaming biscuits were absolutely superb. Oh my God, that's so good. And uh, let's hope tonight we have a good, safe, wonderful night. It's Bongo the Scene here from the Overseas Connection podcast. Thank you very much. This, when you hear it, please let us know what you hear. Uh, think about it at OC underscore podcast or on our Facebook group at OC podcast as well. And uh, we'll see you normal. Uh, normal. <laughs> oh God, it's a flipping tornado. We'll be on Twitch. Everything will resume to normal next week. So thank you very much. And this is Bongo White. Bye. 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 Bye.